Centuries before the development of effective cannons, huge artillery pieces were demolishing castle walls with projectiles, the weight of an upright piano. The trebuchet, invented in China between the 5th and 3rd centuries BCE, reached the Mediterranean by the 6th century CE. It displaced other forms of artillery and held its own until well after the coming of gunpowder. The trebuchet was instrumental in the rapid expansion of both the Islamic and the Mongol empires. It also played a part in the transmission of the Black Death, the epidemic of plague that swept Eurasia and North Africa during the 14th century. Along the way, it seems to have influenced both the development of clockwork and theoretical analyses of motion. The trebuchet succeeded the catapult, which in turn was a mechanization of the bow. Catapults drew their energy from the elastic deformation of twisted ropes or sinews, whereas trebuchets relied on gravity or direct human power, which proved vastly more effective. Recovering lost knowledge. The average catapult launched a missile weighing between 13 and 18 kilograms, and the most commonly used heavy catapults had a capacity of 27 kilograms. According to Philo of Byzantium, however, even these machines could not inflict much damage on walls at a distance of 160 meters. The most powerful trebuchets, in contrast, could launch missiles weighing a ton or more. Furthermore, their maximum range could exceed that of ancient artillery. We have only recently begun to reconstruct the history and operating principles of the trebuchet. Scholars as yet have made no comprehensive effort to examine all the available evidence. In particular, Islamic technical literature has been neglected. The most important surviving technical treatise on these machines is Kitab Anikfi al-Manjanik, an elegant book on trebuchets written in 1462 CE by Yusuf ibn Uranbuga al-Zarkadash. One of the most profusely illustrated Arabic manuscripts ever produced, it provides detailed construction and operating information. These writings are particularly significant because they offer a unique insight into the applied mechanics of pre-modern societies. We have made scale models and computer simulations that have taught us a great deal about the trebuchet's operation. As a result, we believe we have uncovered design principles essentially lost since the Middle Ages. In addition, we found historical materials that push back the date of the trebuchet's spread and reveal its crucial role in medieval warfare. Historians had previously assumed that the diffusion of trebuchets westward from China occurred too late to affect the initial phase of the Islamic conquests, from 624 to 656. Recent work, however, shows that trebuchets reached the eastern Mediterranean by the late 500s, were known in Arabia, and were used with great effect by Islamic armies. The technological sophistication for which Islam later became known was already manifest. The Mongol conquest, the largest in human history, also owed something to this weapon. As a cavalry nation, the Mongols employed Chinese and Muslim engineers to build and operate trebuchets for their sieges. At the investment of Kaffa in the Crimea in 1345 and 46, the trebuchet's contribution to biological warfare had perhaps its most devastating impact. As Mongol forces besieged the, the Genoese outpost on the Crimean Peninsula, the Black Death swept through their ranks. Diseased corpses were then hurled into the city, and from Kaffa the Black Death spread to the Mediterranean ports of Europe via Genoese merchants. The trebuchet came to shape defensive as well as offensive tactics. Engineers thickened walls to withstand the new artillery and redesigned fortifications to employ trebuchets against attackers. Architects working under Al-Adil in 1196-1218, through 1218, Saladin's brother and successor, introduced a defensive system that used gravity-powered trebuchets mounted on the platforms of towers to prevent enemy artillery from coming within effective range. These towers, designed primarily as artillery emplacements, 
took on enormous proportions to accommodate the larger trebuchets, and castles were transformed from walled enclosures with a few small towers into clusters of large towers joined by short stretches of curtain walls. These towers on the citadels of Damascus, Cairo, and Basra are massive structures.